Sorry, we're closed. Welcome back. Another episode. Another episode. Sorry, we're closed. Here we go. Welcome, Sean. Thank you. Anytime. Question of the day. Let's get right into it, Sean. Let's get right into it. Make sure that your mics, I should have done that prior. Let's get right into it. Question of the day stemming from a semi-viral TikTok post I had. Uh, I'm talking about tipping bartenders and servers in the restaurant industry. And whether you prefer it or whether you do not prefer it and rather it be built into the price. Now, um, let's just uh, call a spade a spade here. What, they, what most people were upset about was they were thinking that I'm just going, I'm making millions of dollars and I'll just make slightly less uh, money if I just pay them a livable wage, which okay. I think people are kind of guesstimating at $20 an hour. Um, but yeah, so essentially, the argument being made, people were not happy about me in the comments. The argument may, being made is that I should pay them a livable wage. They don't have to worry about tips. Let's say I pay all of them $20 an hour, uh, and tipping is just not a thing. And I'm not. That's what people are saying? That's what people are saying. And then on top of that, they don't want me to build in that. Is that even an option? Can you do that uh, if you want? I, I guess you could if you wanted okay. to. Um, but uh, And then they also don't want me to put that extra money into the built in, build, build it into the food and drink price. They want me to just <laughs> wear that on the chin and uh, give it to my staff because I'm making tremendous amounts of money, and I should just give it to them. Let me, let me, let me, uh, did you post a question of the day? I already posted it. Yeah. All right. I'll, let me, let me, uh. I have a great re- I have a great rebuttal to this because I, th- I I really think about this a lot. Do you really? I I, I mean not specifically to your business. Okay. But, um, hold on, let me get this up because well, the interesting thing here, as you're as you're retweeting, is, I and this is what I said is that you as the consumer have a have the choice how they do. So yeah, you're right. The, the, there's there's two there's two ways of looking at it. You're looking at just literally looking at the psychology of how you choose to pay the money, right? Yeah. Like, you know, when you when you when you go to the when you go to the menu and you select the twelve dollar burger because you know you're trying you know you don't get the steak you want the steak but you don't get the steak. Uh, you know you're trying to be you know you're trying to be. Yeah, uh, not frugal, but you're just trying to be, you know, nice, good with your money, responsible with your money. I don't know, why I couldn't draw a blank on that. Um, so, like, and then, and then you feel like you're obligated, like, oh, this person's robbing me of money. So, like, the way in which I'm giving the money is less pleasing to me than if I'm like, here is the money that I will be spending. It is listed here on the menu. Uh, I mean, you should relatively know anyway, because it is so built in to, you know, like, so it, uh, personally, it doesn't matter. It's like, how do you want to give the money? Um, but from the business side of it, great, great anecdote here. So uh, Tesla, they stay, they they build, they start their company uh, and like it is a really great initiative, right? They're they're finding a renewable source of energy for the world, uh, and they are you know producing electric vehicles. They're doing it at scale, and they're doing it in a way where like a lot of people are doing this thing, right? Like a lot mm-hmm. of people are are there's a ton of Teslas out there. Yeah, there. Are. Um, but Tesla is not a, an affordable car. Their base model is forty grand, mm-hmm. which is like who's who can I mean who's affording the cheapest Tesla? 
at forty grand, and you know you're never walking out with just a forty grand car. Of course. Um, so, uh, but what what you have to understand is that in order to in order for things to work, like there's like the people just don't see the revenue model behind it. They're like, Elon Musk is rich. Why don't we have a cheap electric car? And there's like, you have to have good margins. You have to have good acquisition costs. You have to have all of these. I always call with the people I consult with, I always call them mathematical requirements of running a business. And if you don't meet the mathematical requirements, your business folds, period. It doesn't matter how good your program is, how good your product is, how good your food is. Doesn't matter how lovely you're paying your waitresses. If they, if you're not not meeting the mathematical requirements, your business fails. Period. End of story. Uh, so the math from the like the model is like you have the model is you start at the high end and you 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 have a really high margin product that is expensive, and then you work your way back as Elon Musk is doing, and he's like, I'm hoping by 2025, I have a. $20,000 electric car for anybody to purchase. Uh, and he just works his way back backwards. So, uh, you know, for the people that are saying, like, wear it on the chin, blah, 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 like, uh, in the nicest way possible, you may say it differently, uh, in the nicest way possible, you're just blind to the revenue requirements and the financial requirements of running a business. A normal person who has no entrepreneurial understanding looks at an 80% margin and is and is and is appalled that this is what the business is doing. 80% margin is what is like that's you want to be there. Like that's like I, I don't know necessarily in your I know food's different but in my business like I I'm looking at 80% margin for everything so that everything can work because I have other things I have to pay for. Um, so if that's your argument you're 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 you have to be a little bit more informed here. Uh, but in terms of the actual question mm -hmm. I would prefer to tip. You prefer to tip. I would prefer to tip, and the reason why is because I am a good tipper, and I, I get a sense of joy out of being like, you know what, like here you you you're working harder than I am. You're working on a weekend. You're doing whatever. Here's a couple extra bucks. Uh, I appreciate that effort. Yeah. So. Just, again, staying with the question of the day rather than diving into the business, if you want to dive a little bit more into the actual business side of it, and I'll talk a little bit about it, but you can just go to my TikTok uh, because I just posted a three-minute video, my first ever three-minute video on TikTok uh, that pretty much breaks down exactly um, how, from a business owner's perspective, what you're really looking at here as far as paying people what, they, what you say you want me to pay them. On top of that, it's just staying, I also prefer to tip. And the reason I prefer to tip is solely because I want them to be incentivized to treat me well. Like, I don't want... Yeah. I, I, a, a great example is uh, Grubhub. You know that my frustrations with Grubhub at times is you, you make the purchase, you know, you go through the whole process, and at the end of the... Before you click order, they mm -hmm. say, how much would you like to tip the driver? You, know, you always put 20%, 15%, whatever the hell you want to put down. And it frustrates me because oftentimes they do a shit job, but they've already gotten their tip. I ain't supposed to tip you yeah, based, sometimes they are based off of how you do, not just because you're doing it. Like that is where I struggle. Well, it has definitely gotten to that point where it is an expectation. Yeah, not, which is fine. I don't yeah. mind. I, I'm going to tip you, but you, I'm going to tip you based on the performance that you do, the job you, the job that you just performed for me. 
I am not going to like the guy that you know, you know. Let's say you know the bag is a mess, or there's food missing, or, or don't come upstairs, or they don't come upstairs. That's so yeah. Lazy. Like especially nowadays, like you're supposed to deliver to the door, but COVID made everyone decide that mm. they can just drop it off in the front lobby. Mm. If you're gonna, if you walk into my building and I have to go do some of the work for you, I'm not giving you twenty percent tip. Domino's, ironically, if you go pick up in the store right now, mm-hmm. Domino's is tipping you three dollars. Look at that. Interesting. Interesting enough. Interesting. You're doing the work. Yeah. So with that being said, I yeah, I didn't ask you to deliver it to me a quarter block away from me. Yeah, I didn't ask. I didn't say let's meet halfway. <laughs> I say deliver it to my damn door. Yeah. So I, I don't particularly like that. So the on top of that, another little anecdote is in my industry, in the restaurant industry, I am, and my bartenders will tell you this if you ever talk to them, which I, I doubt any of you will, but <laughs> if you ever talk to them, I am a stickler for auto gratuity. Auto gratuity is essentially what people are saying as far as building in price. I'm just not putting it on top of the beer. I'm just saying this is what you're tipping my bartender. Right, right. I hate it because, again, I have taken away the incentive from, from my staff to treat my customers well. Yes. So now you'd always make the argument that, okay, well, if they're not, if they're, they're not treating them well with the auto gratuity or it being built into the price, you just need to get a new, a new person or you need to pay more now. Now you're talking about let's, let's dive even deeper. Okay, if, if $20 an hour is getting me shit bartenders, that's like the bottom line bartender. Now, what am I spending? $35, $40 for the bartender to, yeah. to get the good ones? And now you're talking about I have to charge you guys more. Uh, and again, I worked through this in, on a TikTok that I did. I was you were talking about going to going to Google restaurants take home like three to five percent a year on net profit. And if you run a million dollar business, which most places places are not running million dollar businesses, but let's say you are, it's fifty grand. You have fifty grand to work with, and that's in the tipping world. Yeah, I mean, Just, even, it's, it's irrelevant. It's it's so hard to it's so hard for anybody to really wrap their mind around like well, I did business my best expenses. On, and I, I stuff. did my I did my best on TikTok. I'll be interested but, to um, I would prefer to tip people. I don't want to be built into the price because I want, I want them to uh, have to work for the money, and not just sit there and not and possibly do a bad job. Like if I know when I go to Dino, I tip very well at Dino and Harry's. I know I'm sure people. I know the bar world. I know that people know like the, okay, this guy comes and he tips well. This guy doesn't. This guy does. Or I know that's that's talked about behind the closed doors. I like that I'm known as a good tipper at the bar because I know that when I come in there, I am going to be served well because they want that tip. It's incentivizing these people to, to do a good job, and that's how that's that's just how I prefer to do it. I agree. And side note, but interesting, there is a very large contingent of highly successful wealthy people who believe uh, and act on this that the act of giving giving you money, giving somebody money, and like doing it in the right way, giving somebody in need of money or something, just giving out money, they, it's like it's, it always comes back to me. And it always comes back to me like tenfold, right? Mm-hmm. And there, I think it was like, I don't know if it was like Vanderbilt or Carnegie. I think it was maybe Carnegie. He used to just take a b- bag of pennies when he started f- like seeing this happening. Uh, now this is some like universal you know stuff, so it, it depends on how interested you are in this. Um, but he used to go out uh, around New York City and just giving out pennies to uh, people on the street because he said like every time I do this, I get ten times the money in return. Uh, and 
two side two notes to this is one the easiest way to do it is tipping uh, just tip people who have done a nice job and over tip mm. right that's a philosophy of mine uh, and uh, there is some thought and it even showed up in billions that this whole giving pledge that that these super rich people do that that's the reason that they're doing it because they think they're going to get more in return based on this theory um, and it is a large enough per- percent, a large enough population of notable people that makes you wonder. Yeah, I know Warren Buffett and Bill Gates have given like 98 percent yeah, of some of their yeah. wealth away. Um, it, it's interesting. I, I I have always been a very generous person. I'm doing well in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it's because I've been generous, uh, but. There's probably a lot to that, not just not just the the you know the universe type stuff, but on top of it, I think it's a lot of like the mindset of being like I ha- I like they call it the abundance mindset. Uh, it's like I have the money; the money mm-hmm. is coming to me, uh, as opposed to being fearful of letting your money go. Yeah, yeah, no, I on, on but even go even a step further than that. If you're a more generous per- person, you know people tend to like you more. If you, it, and not just the people that you're giving money to, but if you're if that is how you are as a person, other people that you're not giving to are going to like you more. They may want to do business with you, yep. so on and so forth. So there's probably a whole lot to that. But again, back to the question, <laughs> uh, I just don't see. I think I, apparently every other country in the world doesn't do this. Now I did a brief Google search. Europe does it. I know Australia is no tipping. Okay, so Europe does it. Uh, but it's like different European countries do it differently. You don't need certainly you don't don't need to do twenty percent. Certain times it's uh, they say like in the Mediterranean, like they say they'll say service included or service not included, and that will be but it'll be built into the price of the food. Uh, the other ones will have a service charge. Um, so there's just different things. The way you know it's it's not always uh, what you may think it is. Um, as far as tipping is concerned, but I just think that I think Americans got this one right. I think I like it. Get, tip people, people incentivize just people. People are just assy about like feeling like they're obligated. I got to get well, more feel, money out here. They, the, the the consensus on the TikTok was that they feel as though they are paying my staff for me. That's mm. what they feel as though. What I tried to explain to them was that they're going to do it anyway. And on top of that, any business ever. You pay the employees as the customer. That is what you're doing. And technically speaking, if the prices were higher, you'd still be paying. You're still That's what I'm paying. Saying. Your I'm going to raise the prices. Yeah. If you're if I if my if my payroll goes up, yeah. I'm going to raise prices yeah. of the food and liquor. So you're going to pay them one way or the other. Yeah. And again, fun fact for everyone: any business ever that you have put money into, if you bought, you buy Apple, you buy anything, you're paying the employees yeah. by doing this. Yeah. That is that is the business. Um. 15% or so, let's say in the restaurant, that's what we kind of hover around is 15, 20%. 15%, 20% of the price of your iPhone is going to the employees of Apple. That is just how margins work. So if I understand it feels... You see big numbers. Yeah, yeah, but I also understand how it feels because uh, if, if I walked into the Apple store and the iPhone was 500 bucks and I bought a $500 phone and then on top of it, I had to give an extra 100 to pay the the guy who yeah, helped me, would, that would suck. be weird. That would be weird. That'd be weird. That would feel weird. So I understand the the psychology of it, and I understand like how it's just kind of ingrained in the restaurant industry and not yeah. really anywhere else. Yeah. Uh, but what I'm trying to relay to these people is that you're going to pay for it no matter what. You're not. You're. Right. You're. And you're not. 
Yeah, there are some restaurant owners that are swimming in money and could afford to pay the We're people. Still not gonna do it. Yeah, but that they could afford. These are the people you're talking about that could afford to go take an extra hundred thousand dollars a year and put it back into the employees. They could do that. Yes, of course. But the vast majority of restaurants, according to Google at least, that are making three to five percent a year that uh, on their on their business. They, they simply cannot afford to do it. No, I, I mean, simply I, cannot I totally, afford to I do totally it. Agree with you. So it's ignorant to think that uh, yeah, this just, is how it is. That that these people, if you were to tell them to do this, that they're not going to raise their prices. You're, it's ignorant you're, to think you're, they're you're not. You're blind. You're blind to it. If you're you're just not seeing. You're not seeing it. Here's a question for you. Yeah. When you go to like a random coffee shop or something, or like even Submaster here in town, mm-hmm. and they turn the iPad around at the end and it mm-hmm. has the tip. Do you tip? Depends on my day. Yeah, I, I very rarely do though. I do. You kind of feel like like bad about it. Yeah, I do. I do. Like, and it's just like this is the guy. Like, even even like like when I do pickup orders and they ask me what I like to tip, I always feel like awkward about it. But I I'm like I'm doing. You don't, it. I don't. You don't need to tip on pickup orders. Yeah. And the other thing, as far as the like Submaster or or um, any of those places. They are getting paid, yes, like twenty, fifteen dollars, whatever it is, yeah. an hour that yeah. they decide to get paid. They're not getting paid in the restaurant industry. They're not getting paid the five dollars and thirteen cents that I pay my staff. Yeah, I don't like. I it's don't. different. <laughs> so, like me tipping on top of that, you're already getting paid for the service that you're providing right, right, for right, me. Right, right, right. I don't need to do an extra unless I'm feeling super generous or something like that. Or, you know, I asked for extra bacon and they gave me a little extra bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That that's that that's, that's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah, but yeah, I I I do feel a little uncomfortable not tipping. In those situations, mm. but again, you've you're already getting like the price of my sandwich has the tip in it. All right, here's another one. I got another let's one. Let's let's keep rolling. Keep rolling. In professional sports, yeah, it is customary that the baseball players. Let's you stick with baseball. That baseball players will tip the support staff at the end of the season. So yes. they will come in and to come into the strength and conditioning office, and they will tip the coaches. Um, now the coaches are making. Also, keep in mind, guys, not the manager and pitching coaches. I don't tip those guys. Yeah, I don't. I yeah, the, like strength coach, things like, support like that. Staffs, clubbies, so, yes. Um, the the health people. What are they called? Trainers, trainers, athletic yeah. trainers. Those guys get tipped. You're not tipping your pitching coach. So, I mean, my thought was always like, we're just not getting paid nearly as much. And a lot of you know, we were getting paid. If you're in the big leagues, you weren't getting tipped in the minors. But if you were in the big leagues, you'd get you, you know. Did you get tipped pro- in the minors? No, I didn't get tipped in the minors. We tipped all, all throughout the minors. For your strength coaches? I, I think so. Was it just you? No, but maybe even just big money guys. Oh, no, I never got. I never got tipped ever. I only got tipped by like by like some big league guys that I would come that. through and uh, and they would like a guy who did a rehab assignment. I think I did. I don't know. Continue though. Um, but anyway, so like when I was working for when I worked for the Diamondbacks, I first I never made over over twenty nine grand working for the Diamondbacks, mm-hmm. uh, and like we'd have like Aaron Hill or Eric Chavez come in and, and do like some rehab stuff, you know, toss me a hundred bucks or something like that. Yeah. Uh, oh, always very appreciative. I thought, I mean, I was I was really making nothing. Yeah. Um, in the big leagues, you know, you're probably making you know a head strength coach. You know, when I was there, it's probably it might be a little higher now. But when I was there, head strength was probably touching hundred between one hundred and one fifty. Mm-hmm. You know, below that, you're you're still in like 60, 70, 80. I made I was assistant strength coach for the Lakers. I was making sixty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is it necessary 
for like what is like what is your thought process on tipping? Is it because you just make so much more money? Yes. That it's just like yo, we're absolutely crushing you here. Yes. Here's yes. A, here. It, it, so so, what are your thoughts on that? So the average income in the United States is something like fifty grand, something like that, forty five thousand, fifty grand, something okay. like that. So from a purely um, mathematical standpoint, even at sixty thousand dollars, I don't need to tip you for what you do. You're getting paid right. for the service that right. you're doing. You're also flying on private planes everywhere, like. You're doing okay, um, but again, we're we're making millions of dollars. And, and I mean, as a rookie in, in Major League Baseball at the time, it was like five fifty or something like that. Um, but like, it's just. However, let's keep this in mind as well. On top of that, five fifty rookies are not supposed to tip. It's only supposed to be the big guys. Um, I actually had. Uh, Didn't they like cover your tip? Isn't that? Like, what yeah, is? Miguel Sano came around asking people, and there was a few veterans that were upset. He asked a bunch of the rookies because he hadn't. Like we'd only been up there for like a month, month and a half, and he went and asked for money to tip um, some of the guys, uh, and uh, specifically his barber, which no one particularly cared for. Uh, but uh, now we still did it. Like you still tipped yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the chef and the athletic trainers and the train coaches and all that. Uh, but you weren't nearly obligated to tip as much as the bigger guys were. And again, it's solely because it's, it's just the gap in pay. Yes. Yeah, just the gap in pay. Like you're, you got guys raking in twenty million that year. Like, no, okay, I know, I'll, g- I know. Give you a, I'll give you a couple thousand dollars, I guess. And, you know, enjoy it, I guess. But uh, you, yes, you're always on top of that. In not in Boston, but in Minnesota, when you got money on the plane, the the meal money on the plane, you were supposed to take like a hundred out and give it to the guy who gave it to you, which is the travel assistant. Right away. Yep. I never did that. I, so there it's were, weird to me. Yeah, he does. He is helpful at like the end of the year, like when you want to fly away. Like, remember, he helped me fly to L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of New York. Um, he is helpful at times, but I found that odd. He was just handing out my meal money, and I had to give him $100 for it. Think about that. Let's say all 20, well, at that time, it's extended rosters. But let's say, let's keep that out of the way. Let's say it's 25 guys. Just to hand out the envelopes, he's making twenty five hundred dollars. If everyone just gives him a hundred, <laughs> I, I never liked the tipping in baseball. I always thought, of, I mean, the clubbies, but like the clubbies are have a job and they get paid, and uh, I didn't understand what they were what we were well, tipping them for. What we talked about yesterday is a great example of that. You said, "What car could you pull up to like a your your soon your eventual in laws a place and not feel like a douche? Could you pull up at a Bentley?" To a a standard cabin on the lake, nice yeah. cabin, but not yeah. Not, yeah. not Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Standard cabin on the lake, and not feel like an absolute douche nozzle. And we, you felt said you would feel like a douche nozzle pulling up to a Bentley. <laughs> but what we discovered in a little bit more of a thing is it's not the car; it's the yeah. environment. Because you know, if you pulled up to Bayonne Country Club or you pulled up to World Trade in a Bentley, oh, you don't feel like a douche. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a very successful man. But going somewhere, yeah. It, you know, that's not necessarily, you know, pulling up to McDonald's in a Bentley, <laughs> the, you know, it kind of feels a little weird. Yeah. Uh, so it's it just it's similar to that in, in baseball and tipping. It's just a product of the environment. Uh, now, yeah. I have to I have to tip you because I made 10 times the money you made this year. Um, although, you know, we're performing a much diffi- more difficult uh, task. Um, I'm I always felt that professional athletes are paid appropriately. I never felt right. like I thought that they had truly elite skills that 
are not repu- re- like repeatable. Like yes. I can't go snag somebody. I can find somebody and teach them how to lift weights. I can't find somebody and teach them how to jump fifty six inches in the air. Ain't happen. And also be six eleven. Yes, uh, like yeah. that ain't happening. So I was always like I never had any issues with with like them being paid so much or being paid so much more than I was. And I was like, yeah, like this guy is like the, like there's nobody on the planet who's better than this guy. It's yeah. like zero people. Uh, so I never had a problem with that. I, and I don't, to be honest, I also don't know if tipping exists in the NBA because I was fired immediately at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, not so fast. <laughs> I know. I really never, I never got, never got, a, never got anything. I got, I got a, some big league guys in Arizona got, gave me some stuff, but, uh, like I got some like gear and yeah, whatever crisp hundo hundos. Yeah, I mean, I, all of my gear from Major League Baseball teams are with my friends. I have none of it left. I think I have one Seattle Mariners shirt that I will never wear. I have I have two Diamondback shorts. I have two Lakers shorts. I've gotten rid of a lot of it be, just because I'm like I just don't want to be the clown still wearing these around. You know, like yeah. Well, especially nowadays, like I'm four years out, like. I, no one really knew me that I played. Now yeah. like, if I go to the gym and Red Sox gear. They think I'm like a weird fan. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. Uh, I sub. I, I have like diamond. I have a few Diamondbacks things. And I'm, yeah. Sometimes I'm wondering if like Lakers stuff. People are like, okay, whatever. This guy loves the Diamondbacks. Yes, <laughs> it is. It's a little bit strange. So I don't wear that stuff. But um, it, it the the tipping stuff. I, I you know I expected that TikTok to go off a little bit. We this is the most commented TikTok I've ever had. I have I've, this post has let's say forty thousand views. Um, I've had a post uh, over 1.3 million views, and this one got double the comments. This this post has like a thousand comments on it. So I, I thought my stuff would be controversial. I didn't expect it to be this controversial. It's um, emotional. Money is a tight subject. And it, it, you're t- also talking about the old, you know, we hate the one percenters. Yeah. Like I, I saw a couple comments on this post where I said, um, like I started off with, as an owner of three restaurants. I said, well, I stopped paying attention after all that because you, your your thought process is invalid because you're one of them. And you're the one of the other ones. Exactly. So it was just it's stupid. Uh, but it is. It's that whole, you know, we hate rich people. Um, money, thought protest. Money, thought money, process. money makes people weir- weird. And I've, 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 I've sat there. I, I was sitting there, <clears throat> sitting there uh, this morning. I posted. Uh, I told you I posted that three minute TikTok. And I posted it. And I was sitting there debating whether or not to post it. Because for social engagement, great, great thing to do. Fantastic thing to do. You're going to get engagement. You're going to upset people. You always say pick a side. Well, I very much so pick my own side. Uh, and it's going to get engagement. But I'm also like a, a normal human being that I just don't always just post things for engagement purposes. And that I know it's just, oh, you know, we're just going to talk in circles for the next hour. And no matter what I post, people are going to be like, ah, oh, no, you are rich. I hate solve you. A, solve a problem here. Exactly. I'm just trying to educate a little bit more. Right. And there are certain people, which I will say, that I'm a very open-minded person. I have gone into posts being like, the fuck is this guy? No fucking way. And I'll sit there and I'll listen to it and he will or she will change my mind. Yeah. So there are, um, and I hope there are, and, you know, based off numbers, there has to be probably, uh, of the 40,000 people, if there's a couple people in there that wanted to be a little more educated on it and were like, okay, okay, I understand now. That makes sense. Oh, yeah, okay. So they're, tipping they're, coaches, they're cool. in there. They're in there. It's just people leaving comments. The comments on these, on these posts are just, they're special. I mean, it's TikTok. You I know? know. I love it though. I love it. Uh, switching gears here a little bit, Sean. Baseball. And it's going to be a little baseball here, but it's going to be a little COVID. We're still doing that? My, my, it's going to be my question, Sean. 
Oh, I saw these have the Red Sox yeah. can't go to Toronto. AL East, which, by the way, staying true to form, beating up on each other. Red Sox in second place right now. Um, uh, Rays and Yankees tied for third. Blue Jays in first. Interestingly enough, Blue Jays um, in first with a negative run differential. So they must have got beat up one game or something like that. Uh, and then one close games the rest of the way. Yeah. Uh, Red Sox had the best run differential in, in the AL East with plus seven. But um, Red Sox, Blue Jays, I think, are this next series. They're playing the Twins today on Marathon Monday as we record this because I'll be in Miami uh, for the, the remainder of the week. Um, but uh, Alex Cora, he, I didn't see the, if he gave names. I know, I think one of them is Tanner Houck. He named names. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> expects to be without several uh, or multiple players going to Toronto because of uh, Canada's vaccine requirements. Yeah. Happening in the NBA as well right now, going in the playoffs. It's a couple of dude on 76ers can't travel uh, to, to play the Raptors in the playoffs. What are your thoughts? Oh, God. Honestly, that is exactly my thought as well. I, I put up a tweet that was just um, an eye roll because yeah, I knew... Yeah. I wasn't going to pick a side. It's a, on, great, it's a great response. Yeah, honestly. because no matter you don't know which side I'm picking of why the eye roll. Am I upset about the players not just getting vaccinated, or am I upset about Canada? Just mm-hmm. are we, we let's be done with this. Personally, now I'll let you go second here. Personally, I am, I, I'm, I am with the players. Enough's enough. We're, we are now a couple years out. Um, a vaccine requirement, in my opinion. Um, it's you've, you're, you're, we're too far now. We're done. We're done with this. Uh, I think the mask still in Ubers is ridiculous. Um, it's all ridiculous. Uh, so, and I won't put a mask on an Uber unless they ask me to. Same. Um, so, it, we're past this. Uh, let, let's move on here. And now you're affecting teams and players being able to go play. I, I assume guys are still getting paid for this. I would imagine the union didn't allow them to get away with that. Uh, but it, probably. But. We, what are we doing here? And now, on top of this, let's say they're they're down three guys. I would also imagine that they're allowed to call three guys up from AAA that are vaccinated. Yeah. Thinking about the implications on minor leaguers, I bet you there's AAA pitchers that are like licking their Ooh, chops, lick, licking their damn chops. Everybody in that AAA clubhouse knows who the hell's vaccinated, who's not. Vaccinated. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and not being able to get called up because of it. Yeah, you know, it's. I just think it's too much. We've moved past this. I think we need to move on. I agree. I think that. I think that. I think. It, I think we're we're it's it's over now. Like it, whether COVID still exists or not, whatever. Like we're it's everybody understands what's going on here. We understand the risks. Uh, we're doing this. I, I think I agree. I co- uh, Canada has been notoriously more strict and, you know, they had the truck protests and stuff. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, I'm with you. I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily worry about like the teams are being affected. Like, yeah, but no, I don't really care that much about that sports. Like we want to make sure that the, I want to make sure that like the health and safety of everybody is handled correctly but I think it's been handled correctly and it was that way for, it's been that way for a year probably now. So I, I think we're, I, we're way too, we're way too gone. Come gone, gone. Yeah. I think, the co- I think the COVID vaccine, New York is like, okay, Kyrie yeah. can play. Yeah. I think the COVID vaccine um, is just as everyone predicted, will turn into the flu shot. You'll get the COVID shot every year. It'll be probably, it might even be mixed in with the flu dose. You're gonna get it probably every year if you're if you if you if that's what you choose to do. And I think we're at that point now. I think we're not we're no longer mandating people to do certain things. I think we're at the point now where it's a part. It's like the flu, and you protect yourself as you see fit. Yeah, I'm with it. Okay, 
Well, that was a great conversation. Um, moving on, and this is the last stuff I have, so I hope it lasts a little bit longer than what it is. Uh, she doesn't have to last that much longer. Uh, but <laughs> so interesting how we like feel we have to fit it into the window. You yes. know? <laughs> but this is a little bit more interesting, in my opinion. And we're going to do some some ice skating here as far as like uh, skirting around some topics here, mm, knowing me and you, I'm not two s- white males. Okay. That's the one topic I will we, ice skate around. We, we, <laughs> we spoke about this in the car yesterday, and we had a great laugh. Now, that was not mic'd up, uh, but we're going to talk about it a little bit here. It is right in the beginning of our car ride home because a Democratic senator, I believe senator or congresswoman, I don't, I'm not sure which one, brought this up. The Christians singing on the plane. Oh, Jesus Christ. No pun intended. He has risen. <laughs> so um, Senator or Congresswoman Omar, I don't know how to pronounce her first name, Ilhan or something of that nature. Okay. Um, she asked the question on social media, which I think a lot of people were asking and wondering, what would happen if it was Muslims doing the same thing? Oh, it would be, it would be, a, it would be, it would be, it would be chaos. People would freak out. Freak out. Absolutely freak out, and it's a very interesting, um, it's a very interesting concept when you talk about like uh, that type of racism, because we really got to do some ice skating here. But that type of racism, racism is always interesting to me because you're essentially um, trying to rewire people's brains, yeah, and go against survival instinct because they have associated. Whether and you, you, I'll, let me, I'll back this up a little bit. We're also saying that we are intelligent beings that don't that can differentiate. Whereas a lion, if uh, if that he, is actually scientific fact, yeah. So that a a a a lion sees human, human has been shooting them. Yeah. They no matter what it is, where black, white, or whatever, they are running away. Mm-hmm. They don't want that. As humans, we are supposed to be intelligent beings that can differentiate the fact mm-hmm. that. Okay, just because one Muslim guy, yeah. you know, or the, the group of Muslims did on 9-11 doesn't mean they're all that way. Right. However, you still have, especially right after the fact, and not so much anymore, yeah. but you still have that, that survival instinct that people get a little nervous, especially, you know, on a plane. I think if they stood, I, no, I didn't really, I like watched the clip, no sound. There was a guy standing up playing a guitar. Were there people singing? Yeah, people standing up singing. Uh, I mean, if they, they if they started, if they some guy stood up with a guitar and well, it's also, yeah. people started singing, I, well, I wouldn't, no. I would not be worried It'd about be weird, that. But they would have to if he did certain maneuvers. If he ran towards the cockpit, <laughs> <laughs> different story. Then I'm panicked. But even to be fair, even if the Christian gentleman did that, if they got up and started singing "Our God is an Awesome God" while while sprinting at the cockpit. I'm still nervous. I'm equally yeah, as yeah, nervous. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, so it's I, nothing to do with the race there, but I think it's a great question. So what? Like what happened? So did they? You said it was like a flash mob kind of I, thing. Kinda. I don't really know. All I, I didn't w- see the beginning of how they like no, stood up I, and started doing I saw this. it on KFC radio. Uh, they put they put up a, a video of. Um, it just was like, it just it was already had begun. Already saying it looked like there was a, a gentleman in the in one of the seats that was very uncomfortable. Yes, I um, the guy when they yes. pan backwards, yep. he's oh, like, yeah. "What? Get me uh, off of this <laughs> plane!" Um, so uh, yeah, it, it, I I thought it was funny. I think we're looking at egregious violations of the unwritten rules of air travel. You just mm-hmm. that is just no feel to the max. I think that the flight attendants 
need to need to need to squash. When I saw that, I thought it was some sort of like private charter. Yeah. That no. that like if that's on my Southwest flight, I don't know that I'm going to say anything. But I'm thinking about being like, hey, can we can we not have this? This is ridiculous. Like. And second, third, thirdly, like I mean, that's a lot of love for Jesus. You know, a lot of love for Jesus. They love Jesus. Love Jesus. He has happened on Frontier Airlines. That sounds about right. Uh, Why are only do are Christians all poor? Huh? Are all Christians poor, Sean? <laughs> no, I wasn't saying that Frontier was a poor airline. I was saying they live in the Frontier. <laughs> <laughs> it is a a uh, a discount airline. I think so. I frontier and Spirit. I think I know Spirit is, mm. but. I, I, either way, like I think that I think that situation needs to be controlled. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I you know if we talk <laughs> about the the Muslims or the Islam, I, I'm not quite sure. She said Muslims. Okay, so if it was the Muslims, you know if they because you know how they get up and pray multiple times a day. Yes. Even if somebody just did that in the aisle on a plane, I mean people would panic. People would panic. People would panic. Again, again, it's all about presentation. And it's also about being on a plane. If yes. I'm on a bus and somebody does that, I'm not that worried about it. If I see somebody doing that in the street, I'm not worried about it. Uh, if I'm on a... I'm, everybody's everybody's a little on edge by being on a plane to begin with. Um, so when things are a little funky, yeah, uh, yeah people people are rattled. I uh, Look, I, I don't think... I think... I guess it's allowed by the by the airlines, which I feel like it's probably. It not. might not be. I think you're supposed to stay in your seat. You're um, allowed to get up and move around around the cabin. We we uh, yeah. I mean, but the, they ask you if you're not going somewhere to sit down. But I don't think right. it's mandatory. And keep your seatbelt fastened. Yes, That's but I don't think it's mandatory. No, nah, you can't. You can't. You absolutely cannot do that. That is that is that is that is brutal. Unwritten rules uh, violation, and the, I think the staff has to reel that in. They might have. We don't know. But I, I think I, it's, of course, very much so against the unwritten rules of flying. You don't do that. I, I make the comment is this would never happen in first class. Um, because no chance. Because if you, if you, and that's a more of a reference towards um, Seinfeld when they did the skit of Jerry going to first class and Elaine going to coach and the different experiences on the same flight. Uh, which I find I, I found it very funny. <laughs> I find first Jerry class first, to be depends on the first class very much. Well, so the dad is obvious. There's a certain. First I don't want to be on those ones where they're just where they just have the curtain separating them and they have two seats instead of three. Yeah, they're bigger seats. Yeah, it's like okay, thanks. That'll be seven thousand dollars. Well, that's, that's not that's seven thousand no, dollars. But the 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 upcharge for that to me is like ugh, you know I'm not barely getting anything. Do they give you a hot towel up there? Not always. Free drinks. Um, which is not a, not appealing to you. You don't. You're not going to drink. I, you know, if I'm going cross country and I'm going, uh, for I'm, a, I'm going cross country. Nice little bevy, little bevy bev. I, I've done that. Yeah. That makes this flight significantly better. Way better. Everything alcohol makes everything better. Minus the next day. Uh, but uh, I, I'm a first class guy. I like to be in first class. I like to be able to board immediately. Uh, not really board immediately, but get off the plane immediately. I just want to be comfortable, mm -hmm. and I, I can do that. I mean. First class, first class is better, but I'm not like I'm not comfortable in first class unless it's the beds. Then I'm all in. Beds are phenomenal. Yes, then I'm all. Uh, if I get nah, if nah, I have no. like the oh yeah, this is not fair, but the NBA planes. No, that's very not, comfortable. That's, yeah, that's not first class. I was very comfortable. That's a private 737 you have. Uh, that, I was very comfortable. Yes, that is very different. Speaking of that, by the way, I I know I've told you, but I'm now telling the listeners, I'm going on my first like actual private jet tomorrow 
Uh, I'm flying down to Miami. Yeah, I want to know what kind of jet it is. Learjet. I got it when I'm on my way in. It's it, it's it's okay. There's only there's like five guys on it. A Learjet. Four or five guys. Um, Learjet ain't bad, Patrick. No, Learjet and apparently I there's a couch. I have the couch according to the group chat because I am enormous. Um. So no, I, I mean I'm gonna enjoy myself. We'll have a little have a little fun. I, I don't. I don't know. think that's necessarily a tin can in the sky. Let's see what they got here. Yeah, those are. Uh, I guess it depends on which one you're in. But I look at pictures. It look nice. You shouldn't be bouncing around on that thing. That's that's the real deal. Yeah. No, we're gonna have a great time. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, based off of what I I saw on the frontier, obviously, I think that's a bit much. Can't be doing that. <laughs> Oh, we're bringing it back to that. Yeah, kid, that's that's how we. But I am. I'm flying to Miami. First time in a private jet. Obviously, me and you both have done the um, the the team planes. The team planes. Boston never had a good one. Although, did you remember? Do you remember you Boston? Said it was just. You said it was just uh, it was a regular plane. You just uh, you had yeah. five rows to yourself. Yeah. But in Minnesota, it was the regular plane, but the way it was supposed to be situated with tables and things yeah, like that. Yeah. Boston ran like you'd be on a Southwest flight. Ours was you just we, had five people on it. We we they said I don't know why, but in LA it was like once a year you go on a regular plane and everyone was like panicking. Everyone was like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, it's I terrible. just sit in a regular plane. It's got to be like I, I always thought it was kind of like party size because we only had fifteen guys in the team. Our traveling party was much smaller. Yeah, I feel I figure for you guys, I mean, there's a lot more staff and traveling parties and equipment that go with a yeah. baseball team than a. Do you take media? NBA team. Yeah, we took media. So so. Yeah, I, I know. Not like all, we only took. We had like Lakers affiliated media. Like we right. had, we had like the Lakers broadcast team. We didn't have. We didn't, yeah, like yeah, ESPN no, like ne- wasn't coming. No, with us. we have like Nesson. Nesson yeah, would travel yeah, with us yeah, or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, no, no, it wasn't. Yeah, we weren't taking everyone with us. But I think I, th- I feel like maybe like the Globe and stuff like that got to travel with the team. I can't remember though. Uh, but regardless, maybe of that, like every once in a while. Yeah, regardless, of that. and then you always had the family trip. Did you ever bring like the owners on the plane? We've had like a genie bus come on the plane and bring her like friends, and her friends were just like super hyped. And like everyone else is just like, oh, come on, please just get in the plane. No. We're so used to this by now. I think the owner of the twins was on a couple times. Um, I don't remember. I think John Henry does his own thing. Magic Johnson tried to take my seat. Did when you he, let him? I well, I certainly was going to let him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he ended up they ended up saying, like, oh no, magic, sit over here. Uh is it weird somebody introduces themselves to you as magic? Is that is it's Irvin, right? It's Irvin, yeah. Irvin is his middle name magic or is that just a nickname? No, that's not a real name. It's just a nickname? I think it's not his middle name. I don't know. I've seen Irvin Magic Johnson, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people put the nickname just yeah, there. Yeah, that's why I think that is. It's almost like a DBA. That's <laughs> <laughs> his business plan. All right. Well, that's all I had for us today, Sean. But I am looking forward to my first private jet. I hope that it's not bouncy. Um and I'm I'm looking forward to uh you can on a on an, air, on an airplane they can tell they can see where the where the turbulence is like well ahead. Yeah, and it's great. as long as it's avoidable, it's We're not a big be, deal. The the flight is apparently two and a half hours to Miami, uh, but I'm flying back commercial. That's gonna suck. In contrast, yeah, I, I was hated. Really, I hated getting on regular planes after the NBA. Oh yeah, it's and terrible. I hated regular hotels. Yeah, yeah, you know, because you, know, you, you get off the plane, there's a driver there waiting for you. All you, you go know. literally, literally. How great was that? You ste- you're taking the steps off the plane, and w- like you're five feet from the bus. Yes, I love that, and I love the no security. Th- they're nothing better. Oh, nothing better. Not having to worry about anything. I uh, just, just just walk straight on the plane. And he's so comfortable. Yeah, you show up to your right you show up to your flight like ten minutes prior to departure. Oh my god! You walk right on. Every single time, I was in heaven. Yeah. just now, popping on there. I know what I'm going to do. 
do I have to post an obligatory private jet? Well, photo? yes. It's obligatory. Uh, it's obligatory. You might as well take a couple shots, mm-hmm. you know, and try to do some stuff with it. I don't really it's, want to, though. Yeah. I mean, if it were me, I probably wouldn't. Um, like, you know what I want to do? And this is what this is what I prefer. And it's not to put the private jet out there. I just like let's say we're taking a shot or something like that, or like we're in the air, like doing something. That's what you want. You You see, I don't want to just be like be in a picture. No matter what you post, people are gonna think. People are gonna be like, oh, oh, just casually taking a shot here. Yes, yeah, like that's that's the class. You just, I guess, you kind of have to run it back a few times and make. You know know what's the best best way to do it? Someone else posts something and they just I just repost it. Yeah, like they tag me and I'm over there like doing something. And that's yeah. the best way to do it. Yeah, I really, do, I don't really care to tell you that I'm on a private jet. Although I'm announcing it on my podcast, I, I, I don't really care. That's not really going to do anything for the brand. I guess people will think yeah, I'm rich. It will definitely do something for yeah, the people. Brand. Will think I'm rich, but um, there's so many. This will actually not do well for my tipping culture problem. Guys, guys, <laughs> please, this is killing me. The yes. margins. <laughs> well, I can't. Do you know what jet fuel is these days? <laughs> the inflation on this thing is seventy percent. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, avoiding my tax bill by buying <laughs> private jets like Grant Cardone. All right, Sean, let's see what we have. This one, I think, this I think could be closer. We've had blowouts in every single fa- every single one. I don't think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a landslide. They don't want to tip. Landslide. They don't want to tip. And you're going that base solely off psychology. Yep. I think that's what, people, right, want. I think that's what people. Well, want. listen. Luckily, we have it right here. The question of the day. We have a close one. Okay. We have a close one. Now we still have 15 minutes left in this poll. Um, it's this is not as well done as uh, as well um, participated in participated in as the last one. The last one was like over five hundred uh, votes. This one's got two hundred and seventy. Let's let's people are probably voting still. So let's see let's see what we got. What's the the final final one? Final final one. Two hundred seventy nine votes. Um, fifty six point three percent is the winner. That's very close. That's 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 a tight race. Fifty six point three percent of the people say they prefer to tip. Okay. Then build it in. I respect it. I respect that. Do you think they too. like to have a little control over how much they tip? I think that's good, though. That's what you want. No, I agree. As I agree. long as you don't have, again, as long as the psychology there doesn't doesn't make you, your brain doesn't make you think that you are paying the staff rather than the owner. Yes. Then you're fine. Yes. Once you get that in your head, though. You Please, everyone who voted, we need your rationale. Yes, I need everyone's we'll rationale. send it out to Miranda. She'll dissect it. <laughs> Uh, let's see if there's any good comments. It doesn't really see average service, average tips. See, people seem, like you said, seem to like to have the fact that people have the control over the type of service that they're going to receive yeah, because I'm of this. That. Choose tip, choose tip. Yep. All right. So that's what that, there we have it, folks. First time ever that we were, um, we had a close one. And I think it's the first time ever that we were on the side of the, of the, of, of the, the victor. Of the victor. I think we've been off it. But as last week, we were way off it in the 162. That's just because people didn't listen. People didn't listen. And I, th- I hope, I wonder if you're listening to this, you know, ret- not retweet it, but go ahead and tweet at me if you, if we ended up changing your mind. Because I, I think that was probably the best question we've ever posed. Yeah. Made me TikTok famous. Made you TikTok famous. Congratulations, Sean, being Thank TikTok you. famous. Thank you. Yes. It feels TikTok. great. Instagram's dead. Instagram, Instagram is dead, people. We'll touch on that next week. Until next time, we're, guys. We're probably not going to touch on that next week. You never know. We're t- absolutely going to forget. Okay. Until next week, guys. Let's see. <laughs> Tune in next <laughs> week to see if we talk about that. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. No, I won't. I'm what goodbye. Hanging up on the phone. <laughs> <laughs>